it's Christmas time, but there are serious things happening. You know, think over 100 years ago, they put the Federal Reserve in place at Christmas time, a dishonest, immoral, in debt forever banking cartel. Uh, they literally put that in place around Christmas. So it's time to be alert. It's time to be wise and careful. And that brings up our incredible guest for today as well, Greg Phillips. He's also known as an intelligence expert. He's served in government and all kinds of other positions. He's owned businesses and a whole lot more. He also does a, a reality podcast called Patriot Games. He exposes the forces behind the scenes that are shaping our reality. Greg calls Patriot Games. It was designed to bring listeners on a journey more than, a, a, than just a show. It's a reality show brought to life. Greg Phillips, are you with us? Welcome to the show, sir. Hey guys, Merry Christmas, Sam, Sheriff. How are you? We're doing, doing really well. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. To you and your family. You know, it was uh, it was really an amazing Christmas. I mean, one of the I guess everybody says this that has grandchildren, uh, Sheriff. I know that's true with you, but but man, just having having the little ones around again is is just so amazing. <laughs> you know, you go through these waves in your life where you're the kid and then you have kids and then you wait a while and, you know, hopefully you get some grandkids. But man, I just had the best time. My grandson um, uh, uh, and uh, four or five of the kids in his um, Sunday school class um, did the uh, did the voice of the Christmas story at, at church the other day. And, and I was just sitting oh, there wow. listening to it thinking, my gosh, this is, I mean, I've, this is, I've, I've had it all now, right? I mean, not only do I get to enjoy my kids, but I get to listen to a 10 year old sit there and, and uh, do a great job with their rendition of the Christmas story. And it just, it was, it just made for an amazing, amazing weekend. Wonderful. Amen to that. Wonderful. We love it. We're glad you and your family had a wonderful Christmas. I want to talk a little bit more about a couple of things while we have you, Greg. Number one, is Patriot Games your podcast? This show has gone viral more than you ever thought it would, hasn't it? When we started it, I almost, I, I, let me just tell you why I started it. After the movie, after 2000 Mules came out, I mean, everybody on the planet, the, the, the New York Times and the Washington Post and every blog, every leftist blogger on the, on earth was talking about how you know, it's all been debunked. It's not true. The technology doesn't work. You can only get within you know, 90 feet of someone with a, with a signal, uh, a cell phone signal. And, and uh, you know, after th two or three months of sitting there shaking my head thinking, no, that's not right, guys. <laughs> You're way off base. But, and you know we what? Decided, I brought up story after story, story Greg, just, you know, in mainstream press organizations that highlight the police capture criminals doing the exact same thing that 2000 Mules highlights. And so their evidence debunks them with their own news stories on different topics. The topic is the and same. it was so, they so frustrating, Sam. Technology, and then they lie when it's related to how uh, you articulate that it works. But their own documentation and their own stories backed by the cops and how they catch criminals. You go look in the mainstream press, you'll find stories like this where the identical technology is used. Don't tell me it isn't true. They even prove it themselves, Greg. You know, it's really, it's really, it was really an outrage. And it's the reason we started the podcast. I'm like, you know what? If they're not going to listen to me or if they're going to lie or they're going to do whatever, I'm at least going to have an opportunity to put it out there myself. So we started it and, and, um, man, it's, it's such a commitment. I tell you, I admire you guys that do, do these shows, you know, as often as you do them. I, I mean, it's such a, 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 it's much more difficult than one thinks that it might be. 
and um, uh, but we were in the top five uh, of the of all the podcasts worldwide again last year, and and even though I didn't do many episodes, uh, it really was just a reminder to me. You know what? You need to you need to uh, schedule up and get a little bit better and find a little more time to do this. Um, so 2024 is uh, Catherine and I are putting together a bunch of different shows into one place. Uh, hopefully, Sam, we're going to be working with you um, um, to get some of this out on uh, internet radio. We've got a lot of different ideas, a lot of things that we're we're about to implement. Catherine's uh, building a studio um, for her show and and other shows like it. Um, I've got a new studio in in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm not in there now, uh, but um, but the studios um, are kind of coming together at just the right time. And uh, and from there, it's just we're going to start pounding this stuff out, and and uh, they can lie, cheat, and steal all they want, but they're going to get called on it at least by me. We really, uh, in addition to Patriot Games, when we went to the pit, we really learned who's who, didn't we? You know, we 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 talk about the pit all the time, and it's I know some of the haters out there are like, oh, you didn't accomplish nothing at the pit, and so on and so oh, forth. Oh, you don't think you. so, huh? I'm I'm telling you, we 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 have been <laughs> absolutely blown away by the by the success of some of the researchers that were at the pit. I mean, and do you realize like how many people appear on my show now from the pit that I didn't know before? It's Constantly. really amazing, Sam. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, and, and so we're 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 um, we've got some really exciting stuff to talk about on that front. Um, we've got a bunch of new um, a bunch of new uh, data capabilities that we talked about at the pit, but we didn't have in place. Uh, the fusion center is all built out and fully operating. We have more data in there, I think, probably than any other election data. Now, let's make this clear, just so people understand when we say fusion center. The government has had their fusion centers for a long time, and it's where they, behind the scenes, share law enforcement information from all the way from the FBI to the Justice Department to possibly international, all the way down to your local law enforcement level. And they've got fusion centers all over the country. There's like eight some odd fusion centers or whatever that they use, and they're basically uh, collection houses of data. Uh, and they get it from all the wrong sources in, in many cases. But the point is, this is a counter-assurgence, if you will, or counter-response to their fusion centers. It's a fusion center of, of a reality check, right? Well, wait, wait. There's one other thing. Wait, wait, wait. There's one other thing besides fusion center. We need to make sure people understand what we're talking about when we say the pit. So, you know, that's really true. So last year, uh, after the movie came out, we knew we had something huge to discuss with everyone. It ended up being Conic, the whole the whole uh, Chinese company thing that ended, putting us in, ended up putting us in jail. Um, and we knew we needed to be able to release that, but we also wanted to be able to share, um, you know, on a number of other topics uh, that we brought together. So we brought together 180 or so folks from around the country. Um, not all of them were aligned with us, you know, necessarily perfectly politically um, and, um, you know, had their own takes on the data. But we felt like it was one of the most important things we could do to give everyone a chance, irrespective of which, you know, which uh, which lane they were running in uh, on the spectrum um, and and push that out there. We did. Uh, One hundred and eighty people met at a at a um, an old cotton gin and, and uh, west of Phoenix or excuse me, east of Phoenix. Um, and, um, well, it was a little warm that day. Um, it was amazing. We were able yeah. to convey a lot of information. Uh, mm -hmm. RSBN was on there. I think we had a million or so viewers on RSBN and, uh, really gave us an opportunity to, to share.
and not just share um, information with folks, which was the which was the original reason that we actually set the pit up. But we wanted people to be able to meet each other, right? We wanted people to know, you know, you guys, and we wanted them. We what wanted I liked about it. What what I liked about it, excuse me, but but what I liked about it, it was solution oriented, and there's so few meetings of patriots around the country that are really focused on solution, and you and Catherine, of course, and all the other speakers there, and everybody that was there, Sam, me, you, uh, Catherine, and uh, lots of different people from all over the country that were focused on solutions, and man, uh, that's what I loved about it, and. Uh, it's still going on. The the ramifications of that meeting are still going on today. Yeah, I mean, Carrie uh, Lake wrote me wrote me yesterday uh, for uh, over Christmas, and we back and forth a little bit, talking a little bit about the pitch. She was there, and uh, then yes. candidate Eli Crane, who's now a congressman, um, who you know was one of the few people who stood up against McCarthy. Um, and so there were so many amazing people and so many great things. I hate to even single single all of them out. In fact, one of the guys that came, a guy named Brian Dawson, um, who I lightly knew but didn't really know Brian. Brian and I have gotten to be just very close friends. We're doing some business deals together. In fact, my studio is in his office. Um, so there's just been so many amazing relationships that have been created out of the pit. And and um, and in fact, we <clears throat> sort of in honor of the pit. I don't know if I've told either of you this, but um Catherine and I have started a new super PAC. Um, we actually have filed all the paperwork, but we're going to launch it next week um, after the first, um, a new super PAC, and we're calling it the pit pack. Um, and so we're going to be um, we're going to be um, stirring, stirring up some um, uh, battleground states, no doubt, with the pit pack and really look forward to it. And, and it's going to be it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And you know, we'll be on talking to y'all about it and everybody else. And uh, in fact, we were just on a call uh, about to hire a spokesperson for Pit Pack. And it's just, it's going to be a blast. And I'm looking forward to it all because, you know, we had the idea. Actually, Catherine's the one who named it the Pit, by the way. Um, she's, and she let's be clear. Like, if you ever at, need something first, named, go to Catherine. <laughs> I'll leave again, Sam. If you ever need I something named, Sam. Go to Catherine. Yeah, go to just go there first. Skip there everybody oh, else. Yeah. <laughs> all the other creatives that you know. Just go to sure. Catherine and say, Catherine, I, <laughs> I, I really need a name for my sheriff's pack, and she'll. And next thing you know, she'll have it. Okay. And I'll tell you what's interesting about that. When I first heard the name, the Pit, I thought, you know what? That's a horrible name uh, for such a thing. But you really got to understand the biblical ramifications of the Pit. And before you know it, you say, you know what? That's what they're trying to dig for all of us, huh? The, yeah. You know what? Gathering together in the pit is really the, the way out as we turn to God and use all of our joint resources, Greg. This is uh, very yeah. aptly named, even though it may not appear so at first, if you if you understand the, the kind of connection or the context. Well, I'm sure the other side's going to be hating on us uh, in the name of it as well, which is perfectly fine with me. Um, yeah. We're excited about it. Uh, my, my, I've been doing this for a long time. Um, I ran one of the big initial super PACs after Citizens United, the ruling came down from the Supreme Court. There was this kind of mad rush back in 2011 or so to get ready for the 2012 presidential races and the 2012 federal races. Um, and there were all sorts of PACs set up, these super PAC, these new super PACs set up in the way that they were structured. Um, and uh, I ran one of them. I ran Gingrich's super PAC, um, uh, Winning Our Future. 
and um, we did a, a, a sort of a, a little bit of a hit piece on Romney. It was uh, it was a 29 minute infomercial uh, in terms of its format. It was called the King of Bane, and man, the, the the Romney people lost their minds over all of that. So um, I would expect we're going to have people on our side. We're going to have people on their side. We're gonna have a lot of people unhappy with the pit, but you know what? We we need a method and mechanism and platform to tell the truth, and this is this is what we've chosen for this. this well, uh, we we will never program. be in the position of trying to make our enemies uh, agree with us or happy with what we're doing. Uh, you know, they're they're always going to be the naysayers, and uh, you don't have to look any further than the news over the Christmas holiday to know that these people, the Democrats do not care about democracy, even in its most uh, crazy of terms. And uh, obviously they want Trump out of the way. And the people that said, uh, that have said and conjectured that Trump should be very careful because they'll go after him, they'll try to assassinate him. They're doing everything they can to put him in prison, get rid of him, silence him, shut him up. Uh, and you know, that they're going to try to kill him if that all of that other stuff doesn't work. This has been absolute lunacy uh, on on their side, and it's some of Republicans as well. It's really it's really okay. frightening, and and yeah, you know, I always tell people uh, that that you know when I first got in this business, you know, it was there were some fist fights occasionally, you know, in political local political campaigns, and there were things going right. on that were not. You know, not not great, and not you know, not not probably good for good for the country. But it's no, they don't want to fight you now. They want you dead, right? If they disagree yeah. with you, they want you dead. They want you off the field. They or want in you jail. In They're okay they if you you're in jail and suffering too, which yeah. they did to you and, and, and Catherine. Let's be clear here. They put you guys in jail for a little over a week, wasn't it? Yeah, was, I think we were in there for nine or ten days, and uh, you know, I, I I feel for all of the J six people. I feel for all the people that are, um, you know, persecuted and wrongfully detained, and and um, and it's what's happening now, though, right? I mean, you're having people swatted. I mean, Congress people, uh, people like us, you're having people swatted almost daily now. And it used to be that that was unheard of, right? And now it's it's you know it's every it's every two or three days you read or hear about somebody. Um, and I will blow our own horn on that. Sam and I went to work trying to get you guys out. I hope it had some impact, but we sure went, we went to bat to get you guys out of there. And I think the other sheriffs that helped us with that, uh, I think it helped, uh, at least, you know, at least you got out. <laughs> we've, we've now met some of the sheriffs that you guys were talking to and, um, super helpful. Um, the, um, the local situation where we were, it was a, um, uh, it was really an ice facility is what it was. It was a federal, federally leased ice facility where they had, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, the MS-13 and a lot of the, a lot of the gangs and that kind of thing still uh, kind of detained right. in there. So it, was, it wasn't a great facility. Um, that said, the company that ran it and the, the warden that was there um was a was a great guy not only did y'all reach out uh president trump reached out uh, not only to sheriffs but uh we had uh the u.s marshal from the southern district of texas uh come in and do a wellness check on us um 
And, um, and it was all because of people like y'all, I mean, um, and, and President Trump and others just getting on the phone and just hammering them. I mean, we, we were called down to the warden's office. I hadn't seen Catherine in four or five days. She was on the lady side of the prison or the girl side of the prison. And, um, and uh, we got called into the warden's office, first time I'd seen her. And, uh, and we walk in and we weren't allowed to communicate or anything like that. But, but um, you know, the warden was, um, was incredibly kind and, and really shared with us kind of what had been going on in those four or five days because we didn't have any way to get out, right? There was no bail set, yeah. there was no nothing. And they were just mad. The judge was mad at us. And, and, um, and, and uh, I want to stop you there for a second, Greg, because no bail. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. What justification would they have for no bail for Greg and Catherine? They did not run. They're not a flight risk in any way. I don't understand how that can be allowed to, 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 to stand in the first place, um, Greg, where there's no bail. There's no opportunity for any of that. Virtually guilty until proven innocent is kind of the modality, right? Yeah, they didn't even they didn't even know what to do with us when they first got us in there. They they did a strip search of me. They took they chained us and and kind of had us sit in the booking room for a while because the 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 um, marshals um, that were in there couldn't quite figure out exactly what to do with us. It was over. It was a civil matter. Number one, number two, it was over an ex parte TRO, meaning. We didn't have anything to do with the temporary restraining order. We didn't even know about it until the media media um, published it, and um, and the judge just you know because we wouldn't turn over the names of, of uh, some of the informants and whistleblowers that had come come forward to us. The judge just decided to throw us in jail, and um, you know I, I was never going to give up the source. I was the one in the meeting. The other thing is, uh, sheriff, this will resonate with you. Um, Catherine wasn't in the meeting at all. It was all hearsay to her. Right. She wasn't in. And yeah, the you guys never got served. You, you never got served anything, and yet the yeah. judge throws you in in jail, and then another judge rebuked him and said, "This is totally out of line." And finally, after nine or ten days, uh, released you. But uh, the light of day was sh was shining big time because of all the people across the country that helped get you guys out of there and. My goodness. And I have one other question. I'm sorry to get personal here, but a lot of people want to know how you're doing health wise. Um, it's been it's been a bit of a struggle. Um, I think most 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 folks know or at least that know me um, have heard that I had cancer. I've had it uh, off and on since 2019. Um, I was able to beat it for a little while then it came back and um, now it seems, um, uh, unfortunately, it's spread to my bones. So it's now di I've been diagnosed with metastatic bone cancer, uh, to which I, and then they told me only had a certain amount of time to live, and to which I told the doctors then and walked after just before I walked out and said, "Look, you don't know my God," and um, you know, and, and uh, you know, so I left it left it up to God, and I'm, I'm, you know, doing all sorts of different natural stuff. Catherine's not only uh, my business partner and my best friend, but she's also my uh, my um, research scientist. She's constantly oh, cool. reading things and sending them to me in email, saying, "Hey, you need to look at this. You need to do this. You need to do that." Uh, but it, it's been a it's been a heck of a ride, and uh, well, there's a little bit of pain and and whatnot, and, and you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, we all. Well, you look good. We all you look good, and it's good to see you. Oh, thanks, guys. It's good to see y'all.
Our prayers are with you and your family. No, there's no doubt it's a tough time, but I agree. You know what? You're here to fulfill your mission, Greg. It's that simple. And they're not liking your mission right now, those who want to destroy our belief in God, family, and country. Uh, they are on a bender. Now, you mentioned swatting. Looks like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted on Christmas. She said, I was swatted. This is like the eighth time. Uh, anyway, I guess a series of phone calls reported that, you know, they had people dead at her house and all this kind of stuff. And the law enforcement have got kind of used to this swatting for her going, oh, wait, call Marjorie to see if it's really real. Because, But look, this is happening in greater numbers. Swatting, by the way, just so everybody understands, is when someone makes a false report about an ongoing serious crime in order to elicit an immediate and forceful response by the cops, um, such as uh, like a SWAT unit or something. That's where the term swatting comes from uh, is that. Mm -hmm. But I guess um, it's high-coordinated left-wing terrorism swatting that is the concern. That way no one will be held accountable. Believe it or not, WorldNetDaily or WND.com has an article. Joe Kovacs wrote it talking about this. It started out video games or video gamers would use this, you know, online phone stuff, um, voice over IP uh, systems and all this kind of stuff um, to SWAT. So you could basically report a crime, but yet it, you wouldn't know what number it came from and all this kind of stuff. It started out kind of for fun and for gamers and all that kind of stuff. But now it's turned into a real deadly weapon. And now when you see all the conservatives getting swatted, um, you got to believe there's coordinated forces behind it. And that's what this whole article at WND.com is about, Greg. Do you want to speak to that? You're kind of a technology expert and certainly a behind-the-scenes uh, understanding this. Uh, what do you say to this, though? I think he's right. It's become a targeted, weaponized situation now, uh, and the cops are unable to stop it. Yeah, it's it's dangerous. Um, it's a terrible situation. You know, in place, if you happen to live in a place where you have a constitutional sheriff, you know, we have some advantages because we can, like I've, been on the phone with our sheriff and you know where I live and and uh, Catherine's been on the phone with her sheriff where she lives and you know you get different approaches certainly but you know the, there's never a more important time I think at, a, at such a time like this to have the constitutional sheriffs um, that, that you can reach out to because it does in fact make a difference right to be able to say look here's the situation just sit down you know man to man or man to woman or whatever and just say look here's the deal guys um, you know, somebody's going to get hurt eventually, right? I mean, they, and that's what they want. They want somebody to come blast yeah. it out there. I mean, if I was, we've had our own set of problems, and so I don't want to speak specifically to, 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 to issues, but, but, you know, I mean, there's no secret. I mean, what happened to me in Arizona is I carry, you know, we, we, they, they tried to swat us out of our, after the pit, we have this, this reception, um, and somebody, you know, tried they called the cops on us to try to have us removed because we were carrying when they figured out they couldn't, you know, disarm us, as they said they were trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they, they kicked us out for trespassing. And those things are troubling and problematic for a thousand reasons, mm -hmm. not, not the least of which is, you know, if, if everybody's armed and it, it escalates in that way, um, and you can see me in the video of the one that happened in, at the hotel in Arizona. Um, you know, I kept my hands here. I wasn't going to, there wasn't going to be any problems with me, but, 
but it's not always like that, right? I mean, things escalate quickly in those environments or they can escalate quickly in those environments. And depending on the situation, I mean, if I walk around, a, if a cops have knocked down my door and, and are, are coming in and let's say I'm asleep and I wake up and I reach onto my, my, my dresser and pick up my gun and go walking out into the other room, somebody's going to get shot, right? Me in that case. Um, and it's almost like that's what they want, right? I mean, it's, they, they want somebody to be killed. They want somebody to be hurt. I mean, they would yeah. be snickering and laughing under their breath if I would have gotten killed in Arizona or if, if uh, Marjorie would have, you know, if something bad happened to her in one of these eight or nine, ten times that it's happened to her. But it's not right. just us. I mean, it's happening to everyone everywhere in my world. And it's frightening. And somebody's going to get killed. And, and I think that that's what they're after. I mean, it's, it's frightening to say that, right? How could I even be saying those words in America? But that's what they I mean, want. They want us to exactly be dead. Right. That's exactly right. Another thing, too, speaking of arrests, uh, I've seen reports, and we've actually been a part of some of them, but how many people in the last, just since uh, 2000 Mules came out, how many people, maybe or right before that, how many people in America, in the United States of America, have been arrested, charged, convicted, and imprisoned for election fraud or voter fraud? How uh, is it? It's beyond a hundred, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And um, you know, there's been a few in Arizona, down in Yuma County. Um, yeah, uh, that whole situation uh, down in San Luis was um, you know hot for a while, and they got a few folks and. You know, and unfortunately, you know, because of all the hate that was spewed into the sheriff's office there, um, you know, the sheriff ends up saying, "Oh, I've had enough." Right? So, I yeah. mean, you know, they're getting what they want out of out of all of this. So whether whether first they ignore it, they lie and say there's never been a, ever an instance of voter fraud ever. That's what the New York Times famously said. There's never been right. one instance of voter fraud that's ever been ever been noted yeah. ever. Well, it's not true. But they, but they say that, and then the elected officials, or in, in this case, in, in Yuma, let's just stay there, but in Yuma County, the, the, the sheriff's doing everything he can do, right? He's getting pressure from the attorney general's office to do certain things. He's getting pressure from the mm -hmm. public to do certain things. Mm -hmm. He's doing his job, and people get arrested, and they get some, you know, reduced to a misdemeanor and get released, and, you know, and the sheriff's like, I mean, I can only imagine. He's like, well, "What, what, what could I do? What, I mean, how, right. how do you, how do you even get out of this, right? I mean, and yeah, contrary to popular belief, and, we at the CSPOA don't think the sheriff is a king. He has limits on his authority, and it takes all branches of government to create true uh, checks and balances and accountability. And we teach that, but they lie and claim we say the sheriff's like a god figure. Uh, it's not true. But even when the sheriff does what's right, it takes more than that. Oftentimes, Greg." You know, it does. And, and um, you know, it, 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 and because they don't want to hear the truth, they use the truth as a battering ram, right? I mean, it's what they're using to, to try to get Trump arrested in, or to get Trump arrested in Georgia and try to get him convicted. Um, you know, the, rea the reality is there were 364,000 people on the ineligible voters on the voter rolls in Georgia. Forget dead people, forget you know, military students, we removed all of those. 364,000 people were on the voter rolls in Georgia 
on election day. That's, that, that's bad. But the real question is, how many of them voted? Well, the answer to that question yeah. is 67,284 people voted in, in, in November of 2020 that were not eligible to vote based on their, the, where they lived. And right. 67,000 people, you know, we're, we're just trying to, you know, get people to just listen. And, uh, and President Trump, you know, rightfully said, you know, there's what's what he on a phone call with Brad Raffensperger, the secretary of state in Georgia says, look, we got there's there's, there's other votes out there. We got to We got to look at this. And what about all these people on the voter rolls that were not, you know, the dirty voter rolls or whatever his words were? Yeah. Um, well, that's the answer. Yep. 67,284 people voted in President Trump's election in Georgia that were ineligible to vote based on where they lived. And whether they arrest all those people or arrest somebody, they can't arrest President Trump for saying, I don't believe this. You know, what's the right. deal? How can you do this, Brad? How can you, you know, where are all the votes? There, there's, there's more than 12,000. I think, I think he lost by like 10,000 votes or something in Georgia. But there was more than that just in this pool. The challenge is, in this case, Raffensperger certified it. We met with him a few days later because of our challenges that we were doing. So we knew that and he said 364,000 was about right. Two weeks later, he's on the phone with President Trump saying, oh, there's nothing to see here, Mr. President. It, yeah, none of this stuff astonishing. makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Absolutely and then the more you yell about it, it's astonishing. Absolutely. And then the more you yell about it, the more likely it is you're going to be or I'm going to be arrested or or President Trump, you know, they're going to, you know, try to convict him of something he didn't do. The fact of the matter is 67,284,000 people voted in Georgia who were ineligible to vote. The great news is, guys, we have done going back to our fusion center. We now have all of this data for everything that's going to happen in 2024. We already know the answers. Right. And we were in, we were in court. We were in, Catherine was in court in Georgia against uh, Mark Elias and um, Stacey Abrams here a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. One of the things that came out of that was the secretary of state's office testified. Someone from the secretary of state's office came in, raised his right hand, testified. We only clean. Here's what he said. We only clean the voter rolls once every two years and we only do it in off years. So they did it in 2017. They tried to do it in 2019 and were sued by Abrams and them. That suit was settled in 2021. So those roles in Georgia had not been cleaned since 2017. But, but if you just for a second, just stop and think, okay, well, that was 2020. Now let's talk about 2024. What he was, what he said and what he testified on the stand, we just finished cleaning the roles in 2023. That's what he said. We just finished cleaning them. We won't clean them again until 2025. We're going to publish next week. We're going to publish all of the information about Georgia. There are 430,000 people that are ineligible to vote based on where they live right now. And they're yeah. not going to clean them again until 2025. So we already know that Georgia is going to be a problem again. We already know Pennsylvania is going to be a problem. We already know Wisconsin and Michigan and Arizona. We already know that they are not cleaning these voter rolls adequately. And in places like Georgia, where only a few thousand votes separated them, it's not okay to say, 
a year out that 430,000 yeah. people are ineligible to vote, but we don't, we don't care. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here, Sheriff. And this isn't even, this isn't even taken into consideration the, the voter fraud that the FBI perpetrated for the last five, six years in refusing to investigate crimes against the Biden family, Hunter in particular, and made sure that this stayed covered up and under the rug so that Biden could be elected. So there's been weaponization to, uh, uh, across the board with our supposed law enforcement agencies in the federal government that deserve no trust, shouldn't even exist anymore. They should be abolished because they have been playing politics and and vote yeah. and election from the highest uh, points of our government. And this is absolutely a, a disgrace. It's criminal. And it is, again, another form of election fraud that just bring all the avenues of election fraud together. And that's one of the key cogs in that entire wheel of injustice and e election fraud engineering. You guys may remember from the pit, people kept asking us, well, where did the ballots come from? You're, you're, you know, we're talking about people cheating yeah. and putting all the ballots in the drop boxes. Where did mm -hmm. the ballots come from? I bet I had that question a thousand times. This is where they come from. People move. Let's say I lived in Georgia. I move. Mm -hmm. And my name stays on those rolls for years. Of course. And all you have to do is call up, get it, put a new address on. I don't know, because I've already moved. I don't care. And so I moved right. to Texas. Name stayed on the rolls in Georgia for 16 years. That's a fact. My name stayed on the rolls in Georgia for 16 years. What happened to those ballots? Because when they started mailing all the ballots out in 2020, saying, oh, man, COVID, you can't, you can't vote in person. We're going to send ballots out to everybody. Right. That's yeah, and they can move. Plan. And not only that, they can move to another state. They can vote in Georgia, move to another state that says you can register within the last few days, and you can vote there. There's nobody comparing who voted in Georgia and then uh, voted in Tennessee. There's, there's nobody watching that. Until now. Uh, uh, part yeah, of exactly. part of our fusion center, part of our fusion center. That's one of the that's one of the key new implementations we have. Uh, is we have the ability. In fact, we were just looking at one this morning. Somebody had moved from Georgia to North Carolina um, yeah. and voted in both. Um, and so, I mean, we've got we've got eyes on this thing in a way that we've never had before. Um, it's going to be it's going to be an amazing year. It's going to be interesting. You know, we're going to have lots to share with y'all and your listeners and and um, it really, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to our team for the countless hours that they're spending on this thing. Um, but it's going to go, the, the nation will be grateful uh, once we're done with this. This is um, the times, the times of waiting until it's over and then having a president like President Trump say, you cheated me. You need to go back and look. You cheated me. Those right. days are over. We're going to be able to tell them in advance. I'm, I'm telling him right now. Um, in fact, right. we were we were we were down in South Florida here fairly recently, uh, briefing some folks um, on this exact topic, and and I can tell them right now, for at least four hundred thirty thousand ineligible voters are on the voter rolls in Georgia, and we're going to be watching it like a hawk. If they're mail Sam? if they're mail ballots, anything that happens, we're going to have eyes on this thing. Yeah, let me ask Excellent. you this, Greg. There are folks over at the Gateway Pundit and others uh, who are talking to a guy uh, that David 
Clark Jr. asked them to work with, a guy by the name of Jay Valentine. And Jay Valentine, I guess, has created a, a new software product or project called Fractal Technology Software. And they claim that they have super fast access to databases and they can literally um, prove voter roll uh, mismatches and uh, voter roll inaccuracies, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, people are starting to pull out of, of um, Eric uh, and realize that they can't have third-party voter roll systems without transparency. Uh, is this fractal technology these guys are working on real? And is it valuable, you think? Well, fractal technology has been around for a while. It's a way to speed up programming, uh, among other things, uh, is, is what it is and what it does. Um, um, I haven't seen Jay's um, uh, uh, product. I understand they're out selling it. I think they've sold it to a few states already and, and are selling it to some other yeah, folks. Yeah, 32 and, they claim look, so far is why I'm bringing this up. Look, we, look, we encourage everybody to take a look at this. Our, our concerns and challenge, I think the challenges that we all face lie in, the, in many of the states where they're not, being, where they're not using the tech. Um, I think our tech is, um, you know, we don't sell it in that way, so we're not out selling it to, to people like that. But uh, I think our tech is um, um, more than more than um, adequate to, to handle some of the uh, some of the issues. The, go the other good thing about this is um, I've been in this space for forty something years. I, I know you know maybe not as much as some, but I know a lot about this space. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, much of the knowledge that I bring to this, that Catherine brings to this, and that others is built, are built into our fusion center and some of our outputs. And so um, <clears throat> we're, we're not, we're absolutely not competing with them. As I said, we don't, we don't sell to states, and we don't do the things that they're doing. Um, um, I, I think ours is more um, sort of grassroots based, um, and um, you know, and and it takes us all, right? I mean, you know, I I, I wish Jay and his team the best, and and uh, and I suspect uh, Jay probably wishes the best for us as well. And um, you know, we're all on the same side on this thing. And I always tell people, look, uh, look, if you're following the true north, and it's the same true north that I believe in, um, then you know we're going to be right there fighting with you. And and uh, in this case, I hope they're successful. I do. I mean, I, well, we appreciate I that, the work uh, that you and Catherine have done. You've done a service to. America and we pray for your continued help and and her and Sam could I uh, get you to we'll take a quick break here and uh, do our satellite phone commercial real quick how's that ladies and gentlemen I'm telling you right now preparedness is critical preparedness when it comes to elections is critical and that's what Greg and team over at true the vote are doing uh, right now that's why we can tell you that there's problems with the vote system even before we take it to the next vote because of the issues we've discovered. My point is preparedness is valuable when it comes to elections. Preparedness is valuable when it comes to your country and most importantly, when it comes to your family. And the best way you can prepare for family communications should communications go down is simply SAT123, S-A-T-123.com. And if you go there and if you mention Mac, like the good sheriff, Richard Mack, 
MAC50. Uh, then you get a discount on sign up. Uh, you get all kind of cool things. But the point is you can text one another and or talk on satellite phones when even communication goes down. They've got the ability to put these things in Faraday cages so that even if an EMP hits, uh, your device can be protected and used after the fact. Uh, they've got charging capabilities where you can make sure you're, uh, you've got solar and other charging capabilities to where you don't go down. Communication is key when times get tough. SAT. 123.com. How's that for on the fly, Sheriff? Uh, way to go, Sam. Thank you. Uh, I've been in contact with them just recently, and uh, it is a great company, folks. I have I have the phone, and uh, I, I'm really grateful that I do, and everybody needs it. You need to get two or three within your family so that you can keep communications, uh, like I say, when the grid, like Sam said, uh, when the grid goes down, or if it does. Yeah, and that's not if, that's when. So, folks, be prepared. Go to sat123.com and get your satellite phone for you and your family today. Also, Thank go to cspoa.org and become a member of one of the greatest organizations helping sheriffs understand who they are, what kind of authority they really have, helping them understand to keep their oaths of office, help them understand the due process principles, not just talked about, but actually practiced in real life. Had there been true due process, um, Greg and Catherine never would have went to jail. So due process is critical. And if you want to learn more and get involved and make a difference, cspoa.org, become a member of the Posse today. We're running out of time faster than I want, but I want to ask Greg Phillips. You know, this looks really negative. You hear about all the swatting. You hear about all the vote fraud. And pretty soon, you know, you hear that Catherine Greg went to jail. And, you know, you start to think, when is it my turn to go to jail? Because surely they're not going to leave Sam alone. And you really wonder these things in your heart and mind. But you have uh, on truthevote.org, uh, they redid the website, folks. Go check it out. It's incredible. But one of the statements on that website I really think is the key that I want to end with because it's incredibly positive. Here's what it says, Greg, and I would love your response to this. Trials, tribulations, and hope on the horizon. What a statement from a group like that that's been under pressure in every way imaginable from the very beginning trials tribulations and hope on the horizon greg you know she's uh she's an amazing uh leader in this industry and and uh has has you know i've i've had the great fortune to work with her now for over 10 years and and uh she is um constantly forward thinking but is also one of the most positive people that i know um and me i mean i'm i'm little bit like you guys right i mean i'm i'm up for a good fight let's just let's go fight it out let's figure out who wins um and even when we got out of jail i tell people this um um they are security guys and and uh, even her brother Catherine's brother came and picked us up and and um as soon as we got in the car i mean i was i was fit to be tied i mean i was i was like okay i'm going to get somebody whoever is responsible for this i'm going to get them i wanted to fight and Catherine's over in the in the seat next to me going you know I learned so much while I was in jail and here's what I learned. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's time to fight. It's not time to be nice. And but she's just so, she's so positive and so upbeat and, and um, you know, it's such an important, and because of that, she's an important an important leader. And, and uh, you know, yeah. we continue to, you know, fight, fight with her for her and kind of around her, but she's building a great team. I think it's probably the best team true the vote has ever had. Um, uh, I, it's not probably she has built the best team true the vote has ever had um, they've had um, 
they've, they've just finished uh, a company-wide meeting here fairly recently, um, and uh, they're getting ready to go. They're getting ready to blast it out, and she's, um, you know, everybody's going to get to hear from her what she always says to me, Greg, you can't be wrong. You can't be wrong. Don't be wrong. Don't be wrong. Don't be wrong. Um, so yeah. everybody else is going to get to hear that from her, but, but what it does is it allows us to hone in and focus on truth and to, and to share that truth. Now that we have all of this data, we have new platforms, we have new studios, we have more friends because of things like the pit. We, we didn't know y'all back in 2020 in the way that we do now. And, and there's just, you think, you think about all of, all of the things that had to happen for this to come together at this time. And, and, um, and I, I really believe she is sort of the biblical Esther and, uh, you know, what, what, what if, what if she was here for this time? And, and I, and I, I believe that, that that's what's true. And I believe she's, she's leading the, at least the integrity effort of this down a path that is going to make a huge, huge impact. And then you start adding all the other groups around the country. Um, and you know, when she first started back in 2010, I think, she, I think she legit was the only real election integrity group in the United States, Re, the only real one. I mean, there were other groups. Well, there's no <clears throat> doubt that she's made a huge difference. And the biblical references that uh, True the Vote and Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht and others bring to the table are what really lead me. There's very few organizations I join and become a part of, Sheriff. I've been at this 25 plus years on the radio five and six days a week yeah. i've been at it forever and there's right. very few organizations that i really believe in and focus on and i'm willing to work with in a meaningful way cspoa is has been the first one that i really not only become a member of but become a leader of because i believe the solutions are so poignant so clear so easy to understand and so doable uh, but right. True the Vote is another one like that, where I'm convinced they've got their feet on the ground. I've met with them in private meetings where, you know what, I look in their eyes and feel of their, their spirits. And I believe I know who they are. And I'm convinced right. that, you know what, this phrase, trials, tribulations, and hope on the horizon, is the phrase for 24, Greg. Well, it looks like we lost Greg. Uh-oh. All right, that's yeah. the phrase, Sheriff. As we look to the yeah, future, it is. Oh, to now, me, that's uh, Greg's the key, sir. Greg's back now, so you might want to rephrase it. So, first. Greg, I was I was saying right before the uh, before we lost you, trials, tribulations, and hope on the horizon. That's really the key to twenty four, isn't it? Indeed, and uh, and uh, she's building her organization around that. All of us that support her uh, are building our organizations around that concept. And, um, you know, I, I, I believe as what I was going to say before I got cut off is, is uh, I, I believe there are more eyes on election integrity and more teams on election integrity um, than maybe ever in our history. So the blowback uh, from what the left did to us in, in 2020 is, is a, 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 a team of people, a set of teams focused on that one issue that they've for so long taken advantage of. And I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm optimistic and, and really look forward to, uh, really look forward to not just the battle, but to winning this battle. Cause we're going to have, we're going to have opportunities to, to, to blow up their, um, their plans. That's, and for all of you There's NSA guys and others that are listening, that was, yeah. that was, you know, a metaphor. Not, not a... 
the literary device not meant to blow anyone up well thank you greg yeah there you have it ladies and gentlemen greg i know there's not enough time to cover everything but in the last couple of seconds what do we need to keep our eye on the ball for your new data is coming out your new platforms all that stuff the best place to go for all that true the vote.org true the vote.org open.inc open.inc uh, we're going to be publishing a lot up there pit pack's going to be very very active in in as we're as we start emerging uh from the uh, um, uh primary season and um yeah i mean it's going to be it's going to be very visible in a very meaningful way we're going to be working with the trump team we're going to be working with others to to ensure that that uh, all all not just eyes are on this but that the fixes are in place and in terms of cleaning up these voter rolls i i would i would suggest um sheriff mack and sam we need to get everyone, every one of your listeners needs to engage in getting these voter rolls clean. Even if it's just one, two, or 10 people that you help get off the rolls um, that are ineligible to vote based on the fact that they're dead, they moved, or you know something else is going on. Um, right. the, the, that's what's important right now. We have to do this. We're talking about millions and millions of people ineligible to vote across almost every single state. And we're going to we're going to start publishing all of this and publishing the names. And and, um, you know, a lot of people like me, I mean, I, I, I move a lot. Right. I've lived in Texas and Alabama, and Mississippi and and uh, Georgia and Florida. And my name lingers in a couple of those states and it shouldn't. And it's not that I'm a criminal. I haven't voted in multiple states, um, but they need to clean those voter rolls. So even if you're doing nothing more than cleaning your own name off, what you're doing is you're right. taking a ballot out of play. And that's what needs to happen. Amen. Well, thanks for your work, Greg. Thank you. We're glad you're doing better. And we pray for you and, and more than one way, your health and your cause. And thank you so very much for being with us today and sharing this valuable information. Tell your God family Merry you Christmas both. for us, Greg. I'll do it. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. Ladies and gentlemen, also keep an eye on PatriotGames.com. The episodes don't come out that often, but that's going to change is the good news. And you're going to hear more and more about what Greg and Catherine are doing. They've managed to take a, really uh, a notice of social media, of the pit and all the friends they made there. Uh, you found out some were friends, some turned out to be foes, but you find out who's who. And really now pit pack. Uh, their Open Inc. Data Center, the Fusion Centers, that's really a, a group that's going to oppose the government Fusion Centers and have a, a truth. And then what we got to do, Sheriff Mack, is teach the sheriffs to look at both Fusion Centers, not just one, and find out right. the truth of both sides of the issue. And maybe a few less of us will get swatted, huh? Thank you so that much, Greg correct. Phillips. Thank you, Sheriff Mack and the whole crew uh, and Thank our you, friends at Brideon. God bless all of you. Become a member of the CSPOA. No posse today because of Christmas. But back normal in the future. Become a member today. CSBOA.org. God save the republic. Your call is being transferred to the listening ear. Listening professionals dedicated to hearing you. Hello, listening ear. Who am I listening to? Um, Kate.
Carrie, but I was calling my mom. Yes, you were, but your mom was so busy she felt it was important for you to have someone who could completely focus on listening to you and you alone. So she subscribed to our service. Go ahead, I'm listening. Well, I'm not quite sure. Where if... to start? Well, I can listen to school issues like science projects. I can listen to boy problems, although that's an extra $3 per call because of the emotional drain on me. How about we start with how you wish you had made cheerleader? I didn't try out for cheerleader. Uh, this isn't uh, Mary? Carrie. I'm Carrie. Oh, oh, sorry. There is no substitute for a loving parent. And when you really listen, love is what they'll hear. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, ladies and gentlemen, not much time left in the broadcast as we work closer and closer to make the radio and TV clocks uh, synchronize and make sense. We had Greg Phillips on with us. He is an incredible guy. He is an intelligence expert, been in the field for over 40 years. They've got their Open Ink project, which is incredible. Um, you know what? Greg, in his podcast, he's also a podcast host, he exposes what's happening behind the scenes to destroy to uh, destroy America. PatriotGames.com is the website for that. Um, the goal is to bring listeners on a journey, more of a reality show than a podcast, he says. Now, we talked about Welcome to the Pit, TrueTheVote.org, the pits where we all met uh, and really gained understanding of what's happening with all the integ election integrity issues. Um, about 180-plus journalists and experts and podcasters and broadcasters and who knows who all met and got a real update from Greg and crew. The government got mad at him, put him in jail. Uh, they didn't follow due process. It was ab clear, absolute abuse. Uh, one judge just overturned the whole thing and said, you're nuts. This is crazy. What are you guys doing? They didn't even know what to do with him after they arrested them. It was so bad. Why True the Vote, you ask? Love your country. Protect your vote. TrueTheVote.org. Every aspect of American life, ladies and gentlemen, is built on, listen to me, the bedrock of trustworthy elections an indispensable arena ladies and gentlemen where citizens have a genuine chance to voice their vote and then help guide our government safeguarding elections is vital it is a cause rooted in the principles of liberty and justice through the vote.org Anyway, great, great friends, great hour, hour one of the can, hour two coming up. We are live the day after Christmas.
and God save the Republic of the United States of America.